Peace, love, and light. Welcome to another installment of 30 Talk. I'm your host, Him Not Them. Got to give a shout out to the ancestors, the elders, listeners, likers, and subscribers. Can't show the hate, no love. As always, drink your water, eat your greens. We are here, we are live, and we are in full effect. That was the sounds of Kanye West, Believe What I Say, off his Donda. When I first heard that song, I'm not gonna lie, I was hating. I didn't really like the flip until I really sat with the song two or three times after I heard it, and I was like, wow, I really do like this song. That's when I realized that I wanted to hate that song. I didn't even give it a chance. The fact that I heard something that I didn't like and I only heard 10 seconds of it, I automatically came up with the conclusion. Not knowing that as time went on, it, the, truth so, the truth slowly revealed itself and I fell in love with the song. And I use that as an example to start this installment because we often shut out our greatest gifts or greatest opportunities because we don't like how it's initially presented to us. Over the summer, we talked about life cycles and repeating and revisiting and the harmful effects of that. Now that we understand or have gained an understanding of that because we will still have to learn and grow within that space. The point of life is, ma is mastery, right? We want to be able to move in a space where we have different tools and different trades that we've mastered. Repeating, revisiting, staying too long, life cycles. That, that is what my summer was consisting of, consisting of. Moving forward, now that we're in the month of September, I'm trying to do something different with these next 30 days. And that's um, learning the responsibilities of attaining knowledge. And I say that because I'm looking at some of my old notes and whenever I come across new information, I like to revisit <laughs> old information just so it can give me a boost into what to expect moving forward. And I'm looking at something that I wrote in 2018 and this is a rough draft that I might have to get back to, you know, as I read it now, it's like, where was I in 2018 to write this information down? Not only for me to write it down, but for it to be for it to be usable in 2021. So I'm just going to read the first paragraph of this personal writing of mine. Here at 30 Talk, I like to be as transparent as possible and let the people know, first-time listeners, returning listeners, that we always have room to grow. There's a responsibility that comes with being knowledgeable. Not just knowledgeable of self, but what's going on around you. Awareness of one's surrounding is pivotal in the upliftment of one's consciousness. We often miss out on the opportunities that life presents because of the lack of attention to detail. Patient plays an intricate role in the progression in life. Moving too fast through life can leave us stuck on the side of the road on our journey to success. Having a plan in place can help ease the mind when our patience is being tested. I feel like in the month of September, I have to practice patience. 
the start of this school year is different from any other school year, but it doesn't mean that it's going to end badly. It doesn't mean that it's starting poorly. I used the example of not liking the song within the first 15 seconds of listening to it that showed that some parts of my lower self likes to re rehash itself when something seems familiar, right? When we go through these life cycles, as I was talking about in the previous installments over the summer, we have to realize that making the same decision when presented with the same question is no one's fault but our own. We're only being presented certain things over and over to see if we're going to make a, a different decision or find excuses to make the same decision over again. Me as an individual, I can't do that. That's why when we have, when, we, when our patience is being tested, we have to have a plan in place. I think this year, 2021 in particular, lets us know that it's been two years since 2019. And if Everybody is still feeling the same way, still doing the same things that they were doing in September of 2019. That's a problem. If they're even doing the same things that they were doing of September of 2020, that's a problem as well. There was no strategy in place. Yes, the opposition pumped fear in our hearts. Yes, the opposition showed us nothing but death and turmoil. But in the midst of that should have been a plan because it's not going, what they say, trouble don't last always. You understand? That's why it's, it's our responsibility to become knowledgeable. It's our responsibility to put the knowledge that we want to have to the success that we want to have. We have to put it in our own hands. And we have to stop being reliant. We're relying on prayer. We're relying on meditation. We're relying on sex, drugs, and alcohol to relieve our minds of the stressors that we call life. But if we take time to look at those stressors, stressors and handle them accordingly, handle them straight on, what they say, hit them straight on, head on, I should say, hit them head on, they will no longer be a stressor. <laughs> they will just be a stepping stool or a tool or a motivational piece. We have to change the verbiage of what we, how can I say, we should change the verbiage of how we speak to ourselves, how we speak about ourselves. That's another responsibility that comes with being knowledgeable. It's nobody faults but our own. I'm reading this book called The Compound Effect. And the main thing, that, uh, the author in that book, excuse me, as it skips my mind, but the main thing he's talking about is taking responsibility of our choices, our habits, our thinking. One of the responsibilities of being knowledgeable is understanding that we are responsible. We start making excuses when we run out of reasons. Let's find the reason why we do things and we will make less excuses. And one of the first excuses that we try to do is passing the buck, making it be somebody else's fault when the fault is all our own. Um, this installment family is just the first one of the month of September, right? And we're going to try to get some information out there for us. And I want us to build a little bit, a little bit more confidence in ourselves, right? And hold ourselves more responsible. Um, at least that's what I'm going to try to do, right? Because <laughs> when I look at my writings right here, it's like hindrance, moving too fast, lack of attention. I don't want to move like that. <laughs> I want to be aware as much as possible. I want to take these opportunities to... Pay attention to the details. I want to take these opportunities to slow down just a little bit. 
so I don't have to feel as though I'm facing hindrance. Maybe this is just a resting point. Maybe this time alone, if that's what's necessary, maybe this time in your own dedicated space, listen to what's being said. When we're moving too fast, we miss out on what can be heard. And I'll just leave that there. On the other side of this break, we're going to continue our conversation. Yes, family, that was Drake, 7 a.m. on Brillo Path, off Certified Lover Boy. I really like that song because he was just going bar for bar, like, listen, I'm him, y'all them. <laughs> and I can resonate with that. Just want to remind the family that it's okay. It's okay to cry. It's okay to smile. It's okay to ask for help. 2021 isn't over just yet. I feel like a lot of opportunities still await us and we have to pursue them. This installment in particular is just a start of something new with it being a new school year. Yes, we're in 2021, but it's the start of a brand new school year. So it gives me an opportunity to lay the foundation for what's next. And that comes with the level of responsibility. That's why I started the first part of this installment with the responsibility of being knowledgeable because we like to pick and choose. I'm one of those individuals. I've tried my best to practice not picking and choosing when I want to be responsible because as an adult, we don't have that luxury. Something that I tell the students all the time, y'all just pretending to be grown because y'all not real adults. Real adults can't pick and choose when they want to be grown. And I have to follow my own advice, right? And being grown doesn't mean just paying bills and handling responsibilities. That's a part of it, but it's, it has more to do with how you respond to situations and adversities that make you feel the most discomfort, you know? And for me, I've taken more than enough time to gain some information for myself to give me the strength and the ability to deliver the information that I want to now. Um, the whole COVID situation, getting the, getting the vaccine, not getting the vaccine has created another divide in our community. And yet and still, the divide and conquer method works in the favor of the opposition because we aren't as knowledgeable as we lead ourselves on to be or to think. And because of that, we don't have the basic information to help us attack whatever we're being faced with at the, the novice level. We, we feel as though that we're advanced and ready to move forward, but we don't even know certain parts of the information that can be beneficial for us right now and not just down the line. And a piece of information that I stumbled across is just a term called gain of function research. And I have to accredit coming across this information from Brother Reza on Reza Islam on Instagram 
I believe his handle on IG now has got censored because he just loses his IG so often. He's just run out of names to use for himself. So then now he's just using clever um, hyperboles. I don't know if that's the word to, um, you know, use him as his Instagram handle. And this one has got censored. And he was talking about gain of function research. And for the ones who do not know, gain-of-function research research involves taking a pathogen and mutating it so it can have a new aspect. Often, that new aspect or pathogen is more transmittable excuse me, and deadly to humans. Um, the research is often intended to demonstrate how viruses could evolve, evolve in the near future. It also gives researchers something on which to test different medical treatments like vaccines. So when we think of gain of function research, you can got you guys can find this term on the internet. That is what scientists use to obviously gain function. They're trying to see how they can take this one pathogen, turn it into something else, and see how it can affect humans. Now one thing that President 45 said when he was in office was that the COVID-19 came from bats. And everybody looked at him like he was batshit crazy, <laughs> but he wasn't. What he was saying was that the origin of this specific coronavirus, because coronavirus is taking another step back. The coronavirus been around since forever. For anyone that's old enough to know what SARS was, H1N1, MERS, all right? If you're old enough to know those terms, those are forms of coronaviruses, which came from animals. They just use gain-of-function research to find a way to see how it can affect humans if it was transmittable to humans. All the, not, not, how can I best say without allegedly doing these lab researches only for them to accidentally, I'm using air quotes, be um, airborne pathogens to what we now know as deadly, I don't know, epidemic viruses today. So when we think of gain-of-function research, what I want us to understand is that this is still being conducted right now in the United States. Gain-of-function research is being conducted in North Carolina on the UNC campus. Now you'll say, well, that's how science is done. We have to trust science. We have to believe science. Life is science. This is true. But let's not think or believe that there isn't evil scientists out here. Let's not think or believe that the opposition isn't working hand over fist overtime is what I'm saying to get certain things in order so they can have information that we don't they're gaining they're getting information and we're just reacting to the information right so gain of function research was put on hold in 2014 by Barack Obama right but that was just for SARS and MERS if anybody doesn't know what SARS is SARS is sudden acute respiratory symptoms and then MERS is mid Middle Eastern repertoire, uh, respiratory syndrome all right you can find all this on the internet so when Obama stopped it he was just stopping it for those two and this COVID-19 was in in the works at the time but it got a pass because just like if you know somebody you know somebody <laughs> okay so anyway, the ban was lifted in 2017. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because our hard-paying tax dollars pays for these gain-of-function researches. 
our hard-earned tax dollars. Obama put a ban. Obama put a ban in place so our tax dollars wouldn't fund it. But in 2017, that ban was lifted and our tax dollars went back into that funding. That's where your man Fauci comes into play. So our tax dollars go to the NIH. The NIH takes that money and sends it to Wuhan. And then that's where the conspiracy theory starts to get thickened. The, excuse me. The conspiracy theory plot thickens because we can sit here and say, oh, well, how do you know anything can happen? But if we know the opposition, if we study the enemy, how we're supposed to study the enemy, nothing is a coincidence. There's no such thing as happenstance. So I might have, you know, flushed a lot of information on us in this short span, but this is just a, an introduction. I don't want to teach you. I don't want to give you the information. Excuse me. I want you. I want to teach you this and expose you to it, so you can do the research on your own. Gain of function research. Just start there. Look up a senator. Senator Rand Paul. R A N Paul. Excuse me. Let me find this man's name. Look up Senator Rand R A N D Paul. He has been a vocal advocate in the investigation of the Wuhan labs and expressed concerns of the gain-of-function research if gain-of-function research should be conducted anywhere. So yeah, like I said, the responsibility of being knowledgeable. We should share information when it's come across, when it's presented to us, and when we come across it. One last break. We're going to close out. Yes, family, that was K Camp. Game ain't free. You know what I'm talking about? Off his float EP. Boss. <laughs> it's like, nah, yes, K Camp. Game ain't free. I'm just feeling good as we close out, family. I just want to let the beat breathe. You know, I say that humbly and respectfully because. Like I said, that middle part of the installment was a lot of information. I tried to squeeze into five minutes. Hopefully, I did a great job of doing that. It's just the responsibility of being knowledgeable, right? And we can only do so much for each other until it's our responsibility to start doing things for ourselves. And I bring that up because one of my favorite activists, Marcus Garvey, preached that promoted that, stood on that, walked what he talked because he understood that we were reliant on religion for too long. We were reliant on the white man for too long. We were reliant on the educational system too long. And we haven't taken enough responsibility of our own to better our future. And it, it begins to become redundant and we begin to become stagnant and then we stop trying. Me as an individual, I have a lot of energy. I try to keep my energy up and I, I'm gonna use that to fight this beast. 
and to share and spread information that I feel as though that can be useful to the melanated community. And Marcus Garvey is an individual that I choose to embody to, you know, express that opinion, that way of thinking, the RBG, the Pan-Africanism, all that, you know what I'm talking about? So with that being said, I'm just going to close out with a few Marcus Garvey quotes, a few highlights from his life, and then I'll see you again, <laughs> or speak to you again, I should say. So these are the fine, I found this from a book called Selective Writings and Speeches of Marcus Garvey. So a lot of the things that you see or you hear me read are going to be either his words or from that book. So Garvey speaks, I arrived on July 15th, 1914, the, universe, the Universal Negro Improvement Association and African Communities League's League was founded five days later, a program to establish a country and government absolutely of their own. By June 1919, the Black Star Line was launched with 12 with more than 12 mil, with more than 12 million members. If you're not familiar with the Black Star Line, that was like his own shipping line. At the time, import export was the biggest form of business. Marcus Garvey understood that that had to be in the melanated community's repertoire where we had to get our own shipping and he started his own or made an attempt to start his own now mind you 1914 isn't that that isn't too many years removed from quote-unquote chattel slavery but nonetheless him being a jamaican born individual he came into this country with the idea that just because i'm from jamaica doesn't mean that my melanated people on that body of land didn't experience racism or slavery as well Right. On June 27, 1919, Garvey incorporated the Black Star Line of Delaware of Delaware and obtained ships in September. In October of 1919, a murder attempt was made on Garvey's life in New York City. So in the five years that he was in this country, he was making so much uproar that there was a murder attempt done on his life. And just to close out, just a few quotes from the book. Like I said, Garvey was a very knowledgeable man. Um, he he had the energy of a melanated messiah. You know, he wanted to save and lead his people. And shit, he my Jesus. If this is what they talk about, the person Jesus was, was Marcus Messiah Garvey was one of them. You understand? The new Negro demands a leadership which will establish his rights to rule his own life. No man has ever yet seen the Negro fight at his best because the Negro has yet to fight for himself. I feel like that's a quote that sticks with us to this day because we don't really know who we are. We can't really stand on anything because we don't know what to stand on or where to start. And for the individuals who say, well, it sounds like you got all the answers. Where should I start? The first thing I would say is, or what you should say in response is, Find yourself. Know who you are. Don't be quick to speak about what others are doing when you can't find a solution for yourself first. The responsibility of being knowledgeable, well, shit, the responsibility to, should be to yourself first. We haven't put up our best fight yet because we're too busy fighting each other. We haven't put up our best fight yet because we're too busy fighting and losing to the demons we have inside. 
instead of realizing that who we are is just good enough. As Garvey said, and I quote, God created you masters of your own destiny, masters of your own fate. You can pay no higher tribute to the divine master than to be what you were created to be. This is in the 1900s. 60 years or so after slavery. 70 years or so after slavery when they told you that you was nothing but dumb and a worker. That your mind wasn't as strong as your body. Not knowing that your mind is the strongest muscle in your body. We have to know that first. Knowledge of self first. Pride in self first. Then we will have a better respect for our community. You understand? And I'm just going to leave that there. Definitely check out Marcus Garvey. It's my boy. It's an ancestor. That's why I always give knowledge and praise, honor and praise, excuse me, to the ancestors at the top of each installment. Definitely look into the gain-of-function research term. Look into that. And also, <laughs> take responsibility. You know? I'm your host, him, not them. If you really want to have this conversation with me, you got to talk to me 30. Peace. Every time I grab that ass, that's me. Every time that you.